back in action. And I guess every time we start recording, I'm never really sure what to say. I, I just no, we're, we're not back in action. I... What? We're not back in action. Because we like from last be- week, I'm saying we're oh. back in action. Oh, okay. like we're we're back. Yeah. And well, I mean, every week I start and you get all upset with me because I don't have some intro. Well, yeah, well, like I ideally there's a little pause there where you insert the intro music. You don't allow that to happen. Okay. So I should pause now. Why? I think you're too late already. Continue, please. Welcome to episode four? Five? Four. 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 Episode four of Big Dog Radio. Uh, Today we got a big episode ahead of us. We have a guest coming on, Sammy Skornichka. And I'm very excited about today and and what today has to offer. And Lou, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Yeah. You aren't, you aren't all fed up like previous weeks. You're doing okay. Well, I, I do have a couple of gripes actually that I would like to get off my chest right away. Yes, please. Uh, so I guess I'll just, I'll just start right from the top. So this week I was pissed off by a company. You may have heard of them before. They're called Apple. My problem with Apple is that a year. So when I bought a new Apple product about a year ago, they gave me a year of Apple TV for free. You would think kind, courteous act. What they don't tell you is that that auto renews unless you cancel it. They don't tell you that? No, no, no. Lucky for me, I got the email and I canceled it before they charged my account. The problem is I was in the middle of a, of a series on Apple TV and I didn't realize that right when I canceled it, that my access to the account would stop. I thought that they would at least allow me to access it throughout the rest of the month. Right, until it ends, you would think that. Not the case. So I'm, I already was quite upset with Apple coming into this Due to the fact that I I recently purchased a MacBook. And Melv, do you know that there's no USB port on a MacBook? I am actually familiar with that. And I I like tried using a microphone on a a MacBook and I was incapable of doing that because it was USB. Whatever you want to use on the MacBook, you have to buy an extra extension from Apple. Don't they have like what do they call those? They have a funny name like Dondles or yeah, that sounds like something like it. I I couldn't care less, really, to be honest with you. It's just Apple one week after another pissing me off with something new. So, do you have to buy a little extension? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. So, right now I have my headset hooked up and the microphone hooked up to the laptop, both of which required their own extension. That's issue number one. Issue number two, intramural sports. So I signed up for intramural sports this past week. Harmless, right? You would think Mm -hmm. that doesn't turn out to be the case. Melv, if you had to guess how much it costs to play intramural sports, what would you guess? Or like any sport at all? Is yeah, it like a single just, sport or like a whole pass for the entire every sport you want to play? Uh, 
pass? Mm, hundred bucks. Well, this doesn't support my gripe very well. It was forty dollars. Okay. Are you kidding me, Lou? It was forty dollars. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. I just wanted to sign up for one sport, however, but that wasn't an option. I couldn't just sign up for one sport. You had to buy the pass. So if so you're in Madison, you have that option where it's like you can sign up for one sport for like I think it's like five, ten bucks or whatever. Or you can yes, sign up which for is all what I was expecting. Like hundred bucks. I was expecting the five to ten dollar range. Right. Forty dollars for one intramural sport. And that's not even the worst part. We get the schedule. Guess how many weeks it is? Three weeks long. Three weeks long. $40 for three weeks. I ex- came in expecting to pay $10. I'm paying $10 a week. And they, they probably have you playing at like 10.30 p.m. or something too? 10 in the morning on a Sunday. Really? Yeah. Can I ask what sport it is? Uh, ultimate Frisbee. So there's, the a, there's a lot of Sunday. sports and you chose Ultimate Frisbee as your single intramural sport that you're going to play. Well, I, I, I suppose I could sign up for more, but that you may as the, well get your well, money. Yeah, well, well, now that they made me pay $40. Yeah. Mm. But coming in expecting a $10 uh, endeavor and coming out paying $10 a week was less than ideal. Right. Is, do you have any chance at like playoffs or anything where you can play more weeks or is uh, it just, dumb? I would hope so, but I'm not yeah, entirely so. sure how this schedule works out. Are those your gripes or do you have more? No, nope, those are my those are my two gripes for the week. Excellent. I'm sure we'll so, have more next week. So let's hop into listener questions. On to the then. listener questions. On to listener questions. Our first question actually comes from an anonymous source, and it asks: Are tomatoes a vegetable or a fruit? To me, the answer to this question is non-negotiable. A tomato is very clearly a vegetable. I couldn't disagree more. I believe that a tomato is wholeheartedly a fruit. And what is your reasoning behind that? Well, try to think of like the first fruits that come at your, I have, I have no scientific, scientific explanation behind this. I just think of the first fruits that come to my mind to name a few apple pear. I was going to say banana, but that doesn't help my cause much. (laughs) Um, and then the first vegetables that come to my mind, like carrot, broccoli, cauliflower, a tomato. And, and if I had to put a tomato into one of those two like groupings, I would yep. put it with the fruit section. I completely disagree. When I think of you a vegetable, would... one of the first vegetables I think of is the tomato. Is it really? You have broccoli, carrots, the tomato, you know, cauliflower. See, to me, it's like a fruit is very juicy. And a vegetable is rather not juicy. Can I, can I read you something? Yes. In 1893, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that a tomato should be classified as a vegetable on the basis of its culinary applications. So this is an issue that went all the way to the Supreme Court. So what's the situation where this ends up as a Supreme Court case? Like these people are, these people in the Supreme Court are dealing with like murders and stuff and human rights violations. 
yeah. So, but in 1893, I don't know what exactly the reason was that they were discussing this on the Supreme Court, but it was in fact discussed on the Supreme Court. And they chose that it was a vegetable. They classified. Uh, let's see. They ruled that a tomato should be classified as a vegetable on the basis of its culinary applications. Interesting. Yeah, I I still don't think that it should be a vegetable. So let, let me let me ask you this. I do Pe- have to respect government. So let me th- ask you this. Peppers, do you think vegetable or fruit? Vegetable. Cucumber, vegetable, vegetable. or fruit? Squash, vegetable, vegetable. or vegetable. Okay. Eggplant, vegetable or fruit? That's uh, a vegetable. See, those are all scientifically a fruit. Really? Well, as, it- as is a tomato, but... To support my argument, I really don't give a rat's ass what the science says because at some point, common sense and not being a moron has to take over. And you have See, to realize that a that's, tomato is a vegetable. That's exactly my argument, too, except I'm coming to a different conclusion. Whereas you just base it upon what you think. like, And um, I think that a tomato is a fruit based upon classification of these things like a, a pepper. I had, I debated in my head a little bit, but it's ultimately just like the juiciness of it. That really makes me think it's a fruit. Tomato is one of the first vegetables. I think the, one of the Not one of mine first Lou, let's move on to our next question. And I've heard this question so many times and I absolutely hate this question, but Zach Gordon and Brittany Sager came in with the question. And they said, is a hot dog a sandwich? What are your thoughts on this lifelong debate, Lou? You know, I actually wasn't all too familiar with this debate. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Of course it is. Why would it not be a sandwich? Because it's a hot dog. It's a piece of meat between two buns. Right. Is that uh, not what every sandwich is? See, the, the only thing that, like, I, I tried to think of, like, a scientific kind of, like, reasonable explanation to why I don't think it's a sandwich. And, like, that, that's a good point. Like, yeah, it is just meat in between two buns like every other sandwich is. Except I, I think the matter comes to the direction that you eat it in. Like, a hot what dog. What does that have to do with anything? Well, you think of a hot dog. You eat it with the meat and buns pointing upwards. Like you don't eat a sandwich like that, like vertically, you don't eat a like you eat a sandwich the flat way, and so like if if you would turn the hot dog, if you would cut that the bread down the middle and then you turn the hot dog and eat it like you would a normal sandwich, yeah, I'd consider it a sandwich. But the way that why hot dog why is does that matter so much the way you eat it? I think that's it just doesn't. The, it's I just the way I, I just thought of think it. that's the most convenient way to eat a hot dog, right? Which makes it not a sandwich. But it is a sandwich. It'd be no different than like it's essentially just a smaller form of a Subway sandwich or a sub sandwich. Except you eat it vertically. Yeah, because it's smaller. So you're saying if, if you had a sub sandwich that had like meat, lettuce, tomatoes and everything, you would that was the size of a hot dog, you'd eat it vertically. Yes. No. Why you would, would not. you not? All right. So like. Are you saying like, all right, if I took a hot dog bun, opened it up and made 
like a miniature steak and cheese. I would right. eat it as if I would usually eat a hot dog, but it's not. It's a steak and cheese just on a hot dog bun. No, I'm, I'm saying that you wouldn't eat it like a hot dog. You would eat it like a sandwich. No, I would like I would eat it facing up like I would usually eat a hot dog. Well, then it's not a sandwich. It, it very clearly is still a steak and cheese sandwich. No, in it's a like a form. Just it's like a steak I'm, and cheese taco. The or way something. I'm consuming it is different. What? So you think a hot dog is closer to a taco than it is a sandwich? Yes. If that's what you think, then I can't help you. I don't think you can help me. I that is my only debate that I have, and I stand on that ground. What that the way you consume it, Mel? Yeah, I, because I, come on, come on. You aren't going to tell me like meat that. Between two pieces of bread, as is right. Every other sandwich, like think about yeah, I mean the that, ham and Swiss. It's like the same thing, except you eat it like a sandwich. What are we have talking? you ever have you ever Jeez. been like hey had a barbecue go grab me a sandwich and somebody comes back with a, a hot dog if someone told me at a at a like a fry out to go grab them a sandwich I tell them to shove it what if you told somebody to grab you a sandwich and they bring back a hot dog because no one's gonna tell you to grab a sandwich they'll say they'll specify either it's a hamburger or a hot dog no one's telling anyone to grab a sandwich all right. That's fair. I I do not have any premise on my argument, but I refuse to state that a hot Very dog is a sandwich. A sandwich. Disagreed. And I was first introduced to this discussion today. Really? You've never heard the, heard this before? I feel like that's no, well. I've frankly, heard it too many times. Frankly, I can't believe that it's a debate. It's there's so clearly one correct answer. So clearly. And I disagree with your okay. answer, but that's all right. Let's let's hop in to our next segments. And now we're bringing on a very special guest. We're bringing on Sammy. And prior to that, let, let's shout out our Twitter. We are having trouble. We don't have many listener questions left. So please send us in questions. We want to answer them. Um, but now let's. Move on to Sammy. All right, we are back, and we are here with Sammy Skornichka. Sammy, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Very happy to be here. I was looking forward to this. The the instant I got the the invite, I've been uh, anticipating this for a long time. As soon as you, I saw that you guys were doing a podcast, I was like, ooh, because I'm a big I'm a big podcast guy, and you guys don't just do like sports. You do like a lot of different stuff, which is like right up my alley. I'm, I'm all in on this. Really happy to be here. Excellent. Well, We're happy to have you. Sammy, l- let me set the stage for the listeners at home. I'm currently staring at what I assume is a Pokemon. Yes. And not your face. No. Do you, you care to expand on that? Um, yes. The, my, uh, my profile picture is Snorlax. And uh, that's one mm, of my favorite Pokemon. Ex- exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly probably the closest thing to Snorlax you can get. I mean, I'm big. I'm not a bad guy and I sleep. I mean, there's not much more to it. So I figured if I can't show my, my, my beautiful facial features, I might as well show an accurate representation of those. I would like to back that statement up, but also 
that may throw me off throughout the recording of this podcast. So a little buyer beware that I can't actually talk to a person. And Sammy, I, I know you're pretty active on Twitter. So first, I want to sh- shout out your Twitter. It's Tortuga13. Am I correct? Yeah, it's Tortuga2 underscores 13. The the original underscore 13 was apparently taken. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah, that's and uh, yeah, Twitter is the best. So do you think at this point there's a Tortuga three underscore 13? I mean, honestly, like when I when I looked up the name originally, I remember there was like there was way too many. I was like, there's there's no shot that there's this many people looking for this as a as a a name like well, a tag or whatever on Twitter. I couldn't believe it. Tortuga is so, quite a popular name. I mean, and what is yeah. Tortuga? That's turtle in Spanish. Yes, I believe it is turtle and or tortoise. I'm not exact. The rough translation. Is there a story behind that or is it just a name? Oh, uh, yeah, that was actually uh, my first Spanish name in seventh grade. And then my Spanish name throughout uh, throughout. They didn't high even school. give you a name. They just called you turtle. No, I picked it because oh. I, I, that was when uh, Mrs. Glant at Clark and I was like, Everyone was picking their names and everything else seemed kind of lame. And I was like, what's turtle in Spanish? And she's like, Tortuga. I was like, I'll take it. And then that was my gamer tag for a couple of years and just rolled with it. At that same point in time in eighth grade, my Spanish name happened to be Papa Grande, which <laughs> translates directly to Big Daddy. <laughs> Honestly, if, big that dog was, dad. if that wasn't taken, that would have been a front runner for sure. That That's iconic. Yes. So. Enough with Spanish names. Let's let's move on to a segment here. This week, Lou has brought in some fake news, and we're we're just gonna pass it over to him and let a, let him explain that to us. All right. So the past couple of weeks here, there's kind of been a theme that we've went off of. Week one, uh, I kind of talked about Papa John and perhaps some issues he's been having. Last week, Melvin went with Quick Trip, and this week here we have a theme, and it's that there is no theme. So, so my are, first, you, are you just doing two? Are you doing one fake, one real this week? Or do you got three? There's there's two fake, one real. Two fake, oh, one Actually, real. no, right. I take that back. There's two real, one fake. You guess the fake article. All right. Yep. All right. So our first article here is, I'll read the headline. Gravedigger quietly hangs out on periphery of funeral to see if anyone compliments the whole. Have oh. a quote from that article? I'll read you a quote. Hoping to overhear a kind word from the assembled mourners, local gravedigger Derek Finnegan was reportedly hanging out on the periphery of a funeral Friday to see if anybody complimented his hole. Article number I, I one. don't know what to think about that one. Sam, do you have any thoughts on real or Yeah, fake? I mean, I, I think the blanket statement of uh, complimenting his hole um, in itself is just astounding. But... uh. I think it's I think it's pretty inconsiderate if, if this is true or fake, you know. But uh, you know, those people are mourning the, the funeral in this guy, you know. Yeah, but- I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think if if I do a job, no matter in what line of work, I want it to be recognized in some way or form and complimented for my work. And that's true. Yeah, I mean, and this is this is I guess this is all suspect until we actually see the hole. You know what I mean? Like if there's, do they have Wait, like the a good hole? Exactly. Do they have like the green carpet linings mm-hmm. on the side or they're like earthworms coming out? You know, like you got to do your tidy work. And I guess until we see the proof, we don't really have the all the facts. You know, I, I kind of want to know what happened if no one did compliment his hole. Does he then 
get upset and start to directly confront the mourners. Or maybe he just joins them in mourning. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe his his future holes are are not as good. And then he waits to see if he gets a negative Mm. comment. The the repercussions of this are. As they say, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Maybe he just wants to be recognized. And he made the news. Allegedly. So allegedly. allegedly. All right, Lou, what's number two? Headline of article two, pizza roll pooper apprehended (laughs) after Oklahoma grocery incident. One woman and her two daughters were out picking up some items in a grocery store when she reached for a bag of frozen pizza rolls and she quickly discovered something else in her hand. Human excrement. I can't even, I can't picture this in my head. So she, so she, so what I got out of this, she went to grab the pizza roll packaging and someone had shit in the pizza roll bag. In the pizza that's, roll bag? That's what I'm getting out of it. Or they wrapped their shit in the pizza roll bag and then put it back in the freezer. Okay. So Either way, was... it's quite disturbing. I thought at first, like, maybe the, the excrements were, were smeared on the packaging. And maybe she thought it was like a, a rebrand. But they were in the bag, correct? I, I don't think that's clarified. I mean, that's a bold move. But I, either way, if it's on the inside, well, I guess it's probably worse if it is on the inside now. Yeah. Because someone could first find that out once they get home. Uh, so you I, think they sealed it back up, like vacuum sealed? Well, I mean, that would be quite the operation if, if that's what they yeah. did. I can't. I'm, tr- I'm trying to picture some some worker in a pizza roll factory just like on the assembly line, just, yeah. just pop, just popping a squat in this bag and acting like nothing happened. Well, listen, you talk about workers' rights. Maybe these employees aren't getting enough bathroom breaks, and that's what they have to resort to. Do we know if use pizza, the pizza roll bag? Do we know if pizza rolls is owned by Amazon? Because I, I know I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Amazon's work conditions, so maybe that could be a, a, a product of this mm. this mishap. Well, I believe pizza I can confirm is it is not. Totino's brand. Okay. And how can you confirm that? A uh, quick Google search, probably, but just... Well, a quick Google search, probably. You said that quite confidently. Let's see. Maybe they have their own brand. We can oh. buy pizza rolls on Amazon. It's owned by General Mills. General okay. Mills. Okay. General Mills. Well, either way, uh, I, I don't think... Unless, I guess we don't know that. Pizza roll pooper apprehended after Oklahoma grocery store incident. So I think that headline implies that this was a local Oklahoma man. Yeah, and this is not a good look for Oklahoma by any means. No, I mean, if they have people going to grocery stores and shitting in pizza roll. Yeah. Wrappers, like, it's. Like, at least do, like, do do the, do the, the, the state a favor and, like, go to the vegetable aisle or something, right? Like why pizza rolls? I feel like that's just a that's just like a, a hot spot. Maybe maybe that's what he's looking for. But I mean, if you're gonna poop anywhere, I feel like the vegetable aisle or like maybe like the the vegan aisle would be the place to go. That is a great point, Sammy. Well, well, let me ask you this: What would that do for the state of Oklahoma for someone to shit in the vegetable aisle opposed <laughs> to inside of a pizza roll bag? I mean, yeah, I, that's a fair point. I like Oklahoma's- unless this guy must have had a real vendetta against pizza rolls specifically because i would every grocery store i've been in is equipped with a bathroom yeah yeah i mean this could oh, be so a mo- you're you're assuming it was like a shopper that did this oh. <laughs> how else would it have happened well we were talking worker strikes and stuff well yeah but 
I, I'll, I'll read the headline again. Pizza roll pooper apprehended after Oklahoma grocery store incident. What I get out of that is a local Oklahoma man <laughs> shit in a pizza roll bag and Me put too. it back in the freezer. Okay. I don't think there's much more understanding needed of this. I don't think we're going to get any farther with the understanding. Okay. I don't think but there's anyways, much that can be understood about this. So all else let's move aside, on to number three. What's your third? That, that was the second article. Article three. Here's the title. How a giant rat won free speech rights. Oh, this has got to be the fake news. I'll read a quote. According to a recent decision from the National Labor Relations Board, this giant rat now has free speech rights, too. That's it. So that's Article three. Article three. A giant rat now has free speech or free speech rights to the pizza roll pooper. Article one was uh, the grave digger. That was hanging out at a funeral. Now, Sammy, I'm pretty confident with my answer, but I'm going to let you talk through it first. I I was just going to say, Lou, I don't think you could have done a better job with this because I am stumped. Because in these scenarios, you'd like to immediately think the rat, right? But then you see stuff like a dog is mayor, which then kind of gets the brain turning a little bit. And that seems too outlandish to be fake. People love animals. Exactly. But and then like you look at the totinos i think i mean i've seen people do a lot worse in a grocery store i mean even in in two rivers worse than shitting in a bag of food and putting it back i mean i mean at least you have the courtesy to put it back yeah exactly and it's let it freeze up it's in the freezer too so like the the germs and and all that stuff should should be killed off so that that might be safe to eat is that how that works well, right, like the cold kill, like is is worse for germs and and viruses and diseases and stuff. Correct? Yeah, I don't think it so, makes poop edible though. So you know, the pizza rolls in the bag though. I, I heated up firmer to its proper I, I do not suggest that. Well, we're but not I, we're not suggesting people go and shit in pizza roll bags, but we're we're saying this bag in particular, if cooked properly, would likely still be edible. Yeah, the pizza rolls, right? The pizza rolls themselves, yes. Yeah. So okay. So really, with that article, we're going with no harm, no foul. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a safe space, you know. But uh, I think at the end of the day, I think I'm gonna have to go with the grave digger because because I don't think anyone. I I would like to think no one goes out there waits for compliments and then proceeds to go and tell a news reporter, "Hey, I sat by this." This grave and waited for a compliment. Just a little outlandish to me. That's all. So I'm gonna go with that one. Excellent. That's the one I was pretty confident in as well. I feel like I've heard of this giant rat winning free speech at some point in time. I don't know where or why or when I've heard of that, but I feel like I've actually heard that as a story. And the whole pizza roll pooper thing. I I don't even know if it's possible to make that up in your brain. Yeah, I don't. And uh, I mean, I, I feel like I could see that happening somewhere. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, so, you yeah, guys, I'm going Gravedigger compliments you, yeah, as well. You guys pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one, though. It was a real article I found online. It was from The Onion. <laughs> OK, um, but yeah, yeah. The pizza roll pooper. I couldn't have possibly made that up. Um, and if you will, if I woke up this morning and you told me that a giant rat has free speech rights, I would Does have anyone- sent you. What's that? Does, that? does anyone speak rat? Like, how do they know what this rat is saying? 
not to cut you <laughs> well, off. I think yeah, no, like, that's a good. If question. I'm not mistaken, it's like a mascot or something, right? Yeah, I think it's a like a ten foot inflatable rat. Oh, I thought this was like a real rat. Okay, that makes more sense. Well, I think it's even worse that it's not. Like we're just giving an inflatable rat free speech rights. Well, wasn't there a person inside the thing, or was it just an inflatable rat? Oh. Or well, was like, it like they I, weren't supposed to have it somewhere and then I, they gave them rights it's or what, whatever? It's what the uh, giant rats stood for. So I believe the rat's name is Scabby and it represents a scab worker. I'm looking at a What's picture a scab of worker? A scab worker is if like someone is on strike and then the people that go against the strike and continue working, they're called scabs. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a picture of this thing, and it just is so much better. It, they That's say, an inflatable rat. Yeah, it, it says uh, it is oozing pus-filled scabs on its bellies, on its belly. And the picture of this thing is, I mean, but I, I don't, but I don't understand why the why the giant inflatable rat needs free speech rights. I would sign. I this think petition. it's like the people that are putting the rat have like the free speech. That's not what the article says. It's well, the headline says how a giant rat won free speech rights, how a giant rat won other people free speech. rights. I don't think we can assume. I, took, nope, I, I don't like think we it. I think we have to assume that the giant rat itself has free speech rights. Yeah, this is a gray area for sure. Yeah. So did the giant rat win other people free speech rights or does this giant rat now in and of itself have free speech rights? I think I would go for well, they, like it says right here that it's been going on for thirty years. So, I mean, I can't. Ima- I mean, how would a how would an inflatable rat even maybe like put a sticker on it or like a sign? Maybe. I think it's impressive that an inflatable even lasted thirty years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this thing does look like it's in pretty rough shape, if I'm being honest. But, I mean, I would sign this petition definitely to keep the rat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this thing, whatever this is, should should definitely have free speech. We should give it a social security number two while we're at it. <laughs> it can pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Let's move on Get to that damn rat our to fight work. to the death this week, guys. Our fight to the death. Again, we do a little draft and we each pick a team of four things that are gonna fight. And we let our Twitter followers choose who wins the fight. Uh, shout out to our Twitter. It's at big dog radio underscore. And this week we have serial mascots that are going to battle. Well, Mel, did you want to cover last week's results before? We yeah, get why don't we do that right away? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a chance. That was the one with uh, Case, right? Uh, yeah, with Casey. With Casey, Dog. Casey Dog. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't get a chance to listen to that one, but uh, yeah, share the results, please. You got them up, Lou. I'm searching for them now. Uh, I don't happen to have them up, but I think one thing right, we missed out on last week. So last week we established. That Wario, known pervert, mm-hmm. uh, this isn't breaking news to anyone. But I think what we missed out on was Bowser. Can I read you something, Mel? Yeah, please. Uh, here's a quote from Bowser. Hear this. I will kidnap Peach over and over until I pull it off. And no one can stop me. Losing is not an option and neither is giving up. I what think is- that fares well for my, my draft. That sounds I don't quite, think that I don't know how like- that sounds to you, Mel but I think that sounds quite disturbing to me because we established that. Right. We're in a vicious fight to the death. That Wario himself is a pervert. I think Bowser is something far worse. He's a sex trafficker. 
Bowser. Bowser is a sex trafficker. We did confirm he has eight kids. He does have eight kids. We don't know who the mother is. Right. We can't confirm who the mother is for any of them. Or how many mothers there are. Mm -hmm. That quote struck a chord with me. I don't, and, and this is a kid show. It I will kidnap Peach over and over until I pull it off and no one can stop me. Isn't Losing is not an option and neither is giving up. That's disturbing. I mean, can we Infecting just talk our about, youth? Can we just talk about as as to what was going through through Schultz's mind when he uh, he picked Princess Peach and Princess Daisy? Uh, well, this was uh, Casey Dog. Oh, Casey Hendrickson. Casey Hendrickson. Yep. Okay, that this makes more sense. Well, I, to be to be completely honest with you, I don't think he fully understand understood what we were doing um, because he had the first pick. He took Donkey Kong. And then Kelvin took Bowser too, and Casey Dog says, "Good, he's on my list too." No, 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 Casey Dog, that's not how this works. I can't believe how that slipped through the crack, but I mean, nonetheless, I mean, I I think the the two princesses are terrible picks. That they were they were terrible picks. I yeah, I they were far shots. I mean, but, so last week our our results came in, and to nobody's surprise, I won. Well, that certainly With- surprised me. I wasn't. I voted for you, Mel. Yeah. Oh. Yep, as you should have. And my team was Bowser, Bullet Bill, King Boo, and Petey Piranha. All just vicious brutes. I think I, mean, I, I think the big sleeper here is Bullet Bill. I mean, who's stopping? Yeah, Bill, Bullet Bill's a gimmick. I said that last week. Bullet Bill's a gimmick. Bowser's a sex trafficker. You have a plant and a ghost. Big deal. Going against a confirmed pervert and Bowser's sons, who are probably also in the business don't rope the, don't rope the kids into it mouth <laughs> jesus christ what are we doing i mean can we agree that bowser definitely beats bowser jr though like i mean have you seen bowser jr he's very small yes we can definitely confirm that i think we i think we can at least assume i think we can f- confirm that bowser takes out at least bowser jr and probably ludwig von koopa he's like a composer or something right he's not even in the act of battle. Oh, oh, wait, Sammy, you were talking about in battle, Bowser would beat Bowser Jr. Yeah, I mean, in any oh, class, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were referring to domestically. Like, as a kid, <laughs> he was just beaten. I mean, if, if you're in the business of sex trafficking, I really don't think that, that beating your children is, is out, of, out, of, out of the yard. Not you know? at all, which is why uh, that's what I assumed you were referring to. So you took the interesting strategy of taking the victim. Yep, I have I have one victim and I have one perpetrator. Oh, I mean, right, which was the same same strategy Casey Dog took. Uh, that's true. That is true. Yeah, and so, so what I I'm, combined for more votes than yeah, both you combined. Well, well, what I concluded from that is that it was really a, a two headed race between me and Casey Dog. Oh, what do no, you mean by that? I <sighs> we established what your team was, Mel. It was you had a gimmick and Bullet Bill. You had a ghost, you had a flower, and you had a sex trafficker that won this battle. I mean, I think one yeah. could, I think you could definitely make the argument that Bowser literally solos each of these teams, like by himself. I don't even think he needs the other three. Yeah, I, I think you can make an argument for that. Bowser's a mean guy. He, he, he is, is he really a mean is. bastard. I mean, yeah, he was the clear one on one, and I don't know how he felt to me, but I was happy with it. I, I'm just kind of at a loss for words as to how both Mario and Luigi were left off the board. You think they should have been drafted? 
Well, I mean, give the, me a break. The entire the entire aspect of the game is those two beating everyone else. I mean, you essentially left LeBron and Michael Jordan out of the draft. Sammy, you're talking about what are they European? Two European plumbers. I mean, he's got a good point. Like that's the whole aspect of the game is that they, Mario wins. Yeah, Mario and Luigi beat everyone. I mean, like right here, Lou. If you take Mario and Luigi, Luigi's mansion. He's taking King Boo. He's a ghost specialist, and all Mario does is take down Bowser, and take down Piranha and Bill along the way. But instead, you, you went with the per- instead you went with their pervert cousin. I just don't understand the thought process. Because oh, because Wario's a big guy, he's a That's big fair. guy. I mean, he does have a lot of weight to throw around. Meanwhile, Mario and Luigi—they're two small European plumbers. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's fair. I mean, if you go with the the root of it, I I kind of agree. But I mean, I I was astounded when they were left off the board. That that was my first take. Well, all in all, my team ended up winning last week, so that moves the the running record to me. I have two wins, and Lou has one, and our guests are not on the board yet. So maybe Sammy could. Oh, I'm going to change that. Prove well for the guests. I'm going to change that, definitely. All right, so let's draft our mascots. Um, Lou, what order are we going in? I know you had the third pick last week, so... All right, let's have Sammy go first, Lou go second, I go third. Fair enough. All right. And with the first pick in the 2021 serial mascot draft, I would like to take Tony the Tiger. Yep, there he goes. To me, that was... By far and away, the 1-1. One, one. Yep, the clear no, one pick. Clear, yep. no questions asked. Yep. He's got power. He's got power in his name, even. Yes. Without Tony the Tiger, he's got, he's got giant biceps, you know, huge broad shoulders, big pectorals. He's a sexy. And if you icon. compare him on the, the commercials, he's seven, eight feet tall. Yeah, he is. Hanging mm-hmm. out with all the best athletes. I mean, I, he... My, I knew if I was going to get the first pick, he would. That's the LeBron James of the draft. I mean, you just can't, you can't not pick him. No, very clearly, one one. Yep, very good pick. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with my first pick here. I'm between two, and I, but I don't think Mel would take one of these, so I'm going to take Count Chocula at two. Oh, damn it, horrible pick. What do you mean horrible pick? It's a draft, or it's or. Uh, uh, what are those things? A vampire. A vampire. Yes, it's a vampire. <laughs> he was my. Well, you're gonna you're gonna feel sorry after I take my next pick. Uh, I don't think I will. But uh, can I say something? The only thing that can stop a vampire. What is it? Garlic. A wooden stake. The sun. Okay. The sun. <laughs> I, I the was sun. Under, I was under the impression. I'm still that, riding the sun train. Uh, I know it didn't pay off for me the first time, but I'm taking the raisin brand sun. Oh come Sonny. on. Oh. Yeah, that's a complete gimmick. Jesus it's a great Christ. pick. That, I, 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 I left that, the sun. I left I that off my board completely. I it's not on my board, but I I will admit I just didn't think of it. If I'd have thought of it, I'd have taken it. Definitely. And I mean, no, you you said you said it yourself. Well, I guess I kind of helped you out a little bit, but you're like, what are vampires? Yeah, you kind of die from garlic. Yeah, sunlight. Well, good thing this battle is taking place inside of an arena how are you going to get the sun inside the arena i don't have to i'll just do my longevity battle again okay well is this like the the brewers stupid pick is this like the brewers stadium does it does it open up or is this an enclosed (laughs) arena i think we're still working out the details with that 
right. Yeah, it's, we have to schedule a place yet. All right. <sighs> so I the get another sun, pick. Apparently, yeah. What's your next? Pick? I, I mean, it's not the actual sun. It, it it's yeah, sunny, but it's sun. still a raging ball Whatever. of fire. And now I have like a lot of very mediocre picks left. And I think that's going to be the story of the rest of this draft. I disagree. I was going to say, I'm locked. I've got some horses that I see still about three to five of them. Yeah, I got a couple sleepers left. Definitely. Okay. Well, I I guess I'm going to take somebody that goes by the same name as my previous pick. Also named Sonny, except this one has an O. And that's the wolf for the Cocoa Puffs. No, it's not. No, you're, or, I mean, th- no, you're no, thinking uh, of Sunny the Cuckoo Bird. Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Cookie Crisp is, is Chip the Wolf. Chip I the love. Wolf. I'm yep. taking Chip the That's Wolf. That's your take. That yes. was my number Chip three. Wolf. This is going just as I predicted. Yep. Yep, Chip the Wolf. I'm I am sorry. Who's in my top five? That is a great pick. The, the Cocoa Puffs thing, but Chip the Wolf is my it, inter- Interesting fact. Before it was a wolf, when Cookie Crisp was first established, it was actually a dog, and his name was Chip the Dog. Really? He, he then evolved into a wolf. Do you think it makes him more potent as a wolf? I, I think or would he have been ar- better off as a dog. I, I think the wolf is better, especially taking into account the transition from dog to wolf. So he has the the social aspect of, of being a dog in a household meeting with people. And then he goes out in the wilderness and he grows, evolves into a wolf. All right. Now, Malv, are you at least a little concerned? That I I have a vampire. No. Can I finish, please? <laughs> I'm not concerned. Whatever you say, I'm not concerned. Can I speak, please? Yes. Are you concerned? Allow me to finish. That I have a vampire. Sammy has a tiger with a human body, essentially, a shredded human body. Like your words, a sex icon. Yes. And you have just a normal wolf. Does that concern you? Know, you know, it. I I do agree that at least Tony the Tiger would annihilate Chip the Wolf, one v one. Count Chocula, I I I think that'd be a pretty even battle between Chip the Wolf and Count Chocula, and I mean that that's discounting the fact that I even have the sun. Yeah, that's I I don't recognize the sun as a legitimate pick, but and that's okay. You don't have to. I mean, they do say the wolf is nothing without the pack, but. I think we maybe we can that make, is true. make the exception for Chip. Yeah. Once that guy gets some cookie crisp in his body. But the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll, I'll take my second pick here. And with my second pick, I'm going to go with Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. What's that? Okay. That's uh that's the Cocoa Puffs mascot. Oh, okay. okay. He's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He's cuckoo him, for, right? yeah, that, that guy is just batshit crazy. Lou, I think that was a better pick than your first one. That... I disagree. The Cocoa Puffs, he that that dude. Yeah, he's I, if I recall crazy. the commercials correctly, like he's bouncing off every wall yep. in every room. He's and basically Roadrunner. Yeah, he can take on hell with a squirt gun. I, I guess the only thing that you're missing is you need the Cocoa Puffs in order for him to go crazy. Are we just assuming that? Or the you people just come with the, the cereal? Or, no, you you threaten him. You withhold the Cocoa Puffs, on, like you uh, you tell him. You'll get your cocoa puffs, but first you have to defeat X opponent. Get the job done. Yeah, chip the wolf. Go get kick him. chip the wolf's ass over there, and you'll get your cocoa puffs. I think the withdrawal strategy yeah. is 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 good. It's effective because he's going to want his cocoa puffs. Oh yeah. 
That's a good pick, Lou. I like it. Thank you. Sammy, you're on the you're on the clock now. Okay. I think I'm gonna knock some socks off with this one. This is I mean, th- this might as well be Snorlax with how much of a sleeper this pick is. I am gonna go with Mr. T. The Mr. T. Are you talking about uh like the A team Mr. T? Yes. Yes. He has his own cereal and he Does is he the actually? mascot. Yes, with with uh Quaker Oats. If if you want to Isn't the Quaker the mascot? No, he, no you, you look the at the box. The brand. Yeah, the cereal is Mr. T, and he is on the box. So you got Mr. T. Yes. The human figure, Mr. T. I'm not convinced that I like that pick. That That's that's fine. I'm okay with that. I think he's underrated. So I have a batshit crazy cuckoo bird, and you have a human. Not just a human. Well, I mean, it is Mr. T. I pity the fool, you know, like, yeah, that, that's what he's saying to the, to the doubters of this pick. He's going up, he's shaking the commissioner's hands and they're saying, what do you think about people doubting your, your experience? I pity the fool. He pities that. Fool. I'm he looking does. at a picture that's of Mr. T right now. I'm looking at a picture of him. And then I look at a picture of like count Chocula seeing those two go head to head. I don't, I don't see Mr. T losing. Yeah, no, not at all. Shut the hell up, Mel. What is your problem with this Count Chocula pick? It's an awful pick. It's I'm, literally a vampire. It may have been the worst first-round pick so far that we've had. I don't know. What, it was number two on my board, so I got uh, it, it right was, where I thought I was going to get him. It was number two on mine as well, and I'm uh-huh. really I'm really glad I picked first because I would have picked Count Chocula, and now I'd be looking like a fool. <laughs> all right, wait, who's up now? Lou? No, yep. No, this is uh, Sammy has two there. Oh, I got two. Oh, yep. that's right. He's got the oh, snakes. Okay. I think with uh, so what is this my third pick, right? Yep. Yep. Correct. For my third pick, I am gonna go with uh, Frankenberry, the Frankenstein. Mm, okay. And what that's your... like his own cereal, right? Frankenberry yeah. is. A yeah. Cereal? Yeah. So what was your thought process there? Um. Well, I knew if like so. Here's here's my thought process, right? So, I knew it. If I had Count Chocula, I wasn't going to take Frankenberry. But mm-hmm. since he is on another team, I think you could argue Frankenstein beats Dracula. And that that is my heavy hitter. So, that mm-hmm. I mean, I got a couple people on my team that could deal with that vampire. But I think Frankenberry, I mean, big, dumb monster. Yeah, that that is my issue with the pick. It's just a big, dumb, slow monster. But he's powerful, right? I, I think you could argue Frankenstein yeah. takes on the sun. What is Frankenstein going to do to anyone? Is it is he not just a slow moving, dumb monster? Have you ever seen the movies? He is powerful. He's like a bigger Michael Myers. He moves yeah, he in the shadows. Oh, yeah. He and like, here's the thing, right? Like, no one's going to know how to kill him. You could chop his leg off. He's still going to be crawling around that arena. Looking for heads to smash. That, that's true. He's he's too dumb to recognize that he's in pain. Exactly. Yes. And I don't think I don't think these other contestants will will know his weakness. So I think he'll thrive in this environment. I guess in that event, what is his weakness? Um, like the isn't it electricity? Right. That's what I thought it was. Like he's got the spikes in his head. Right. Yeah. So so what happens then? It just fries his brain. Isn't his brain already fried? <laughs> I mean, you you could argue that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not too caught up on my Frankenstein anatomy, but I, I, I feel no, am I. 
I, I feel confident with the pick. I need right. someone who I need. It was someone, a decent pick. I it was someone, a decent pick. Needed someone who could hold down the line. You know what I mean? Lead the charge. Yeah. Take yeah. all the damage. All right. Eat up so, the damage. So, so far, I have Count Chocula and Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Looking at Are you my stick list. stick with the chocolate theme? Um, no. Looking at my list, there's two guys that I think you almost have to pair together. Um, and I'm going to take one at three and hopefully get four coming back. So, first, I'm going to go number three overall on my list, Horatio Magellan Crunch, the captain. Captain okay. Crunch. Yep. Yes, I didn't know that was his actual name. That's, what was that's his full name, Horatio Magellan Crunch. When I looked it up, it says his name was Jean Lafoot. Jean Lafoot Crunch? I, yeah, I think. I mean, I could be wrong. I, it seems like you did a little bit more research than I did. But uh, Well, these are the, conflicting the, reports. That's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. I will say I'm not very confident that that's his name. Uh, but one source that I looked at said the captain's name, Horatio Magellan Crunch. Yeah, when I look up Captain Crunch oh, name, it says yep. Horatio Magellan Crunch. Yep, you're right. I stand yeah, corrected. Indeed. I don't know where I, I must have got mine off of Wikipedia. Not a reliable source. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not yep. a sponsor. No free no, ads. No free no ads. ads. <laughs> All right, Lou. So you got Captain Crunch, or better known, or lesser known as Horatio Magellan Crunch. Correct. Yep. What an excellent right. name. Oh. Yeah, that is a great name, Horatio Magellan Crunch. Imagine the like meeting that they had. All right, for Captain Crunch, we got a name where they guy. had to come up with his name. Uh, I, I think it's a playoff of Ferdinand Magellan, yep, and Horatio Nelson. For yeah, that's curious at home. My uh, my thought process is they're like, oh, we need a we need a, a ship captain, and they pick Magellan, and then a janitor walks in to change the garbage can, and they go, "What's your name?" And he yeah. says Horatio, and they take him and they just throw it on there. Yeah, they, they just needed to find something that sounds like sounds like a sailor. Yep. And they did just that. Oh yeah, they hit it on the dot, definitely. All right. So I got the next pick here. And I I did not think I was gonna end up picking this one, but I did just look look up something that I was a little bit curious about with this pick. And it turns out these creatures can display a number of powerful spells rituals and abilities according okay. to unnatural i know where this is going and I, my I pick is lucky the leprechaun oh okay lucky charms yep and i feel like he's got some magic abilities i cannot confirm or deny that but oh, definitely i think he's got some sort of thing going on there you know he's also a jackass <laughs> if you've ever watched a lucky charms commercial he never <laughs> gives the kids the lucky charms he is slippery he is and he always and that's good only for gonna his, help me always good for us telling you that they're magically delicious no free ads yeah, yeah that's no, my pick that's a solid pick that's it was number nine on my list so i had it exactly at number nine as well what are the odds of that well what pick was this one two three four five six seven yeah it was nine i guess it fell at nine on my list too well yep. well um who, where does that bring us now so that, that oh, I got another you, pick, huh? Yeah, that gives yep. you three picks. Okay, so my so team so far, I got Sonny, the Raisin Brand Sun, Chip the Wolf, and Lucky the Leprechaun. And now I have to come up with my final pick. So I have, I have two that I'm looking at here. One is just like a average pick, and the other one could add some interesting things to the to the battle, except 
I think they would probably get annihilated immediately. But I'm going to take these, and I guess you guys can deny this because it's actually three mascots. Mm. But oh, I, I don't think you're going to deny it once you once I you know. hear it because yeah, yeah. And I'm taking Snap, Crackle, and Pop, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the little Rice crispy guys. I don't think oh. they're going to do much. But no, no, they're going to be out there. I like I like the pick. Elves are known to have magical abilities. That's a good point. That's I did not consider. Pick. I got no problem with that. They're cute little. And you guys are fine with me line. with three people. Oh yeah, they. Oh, you, yeah. you can't split them up. You, right. you can you can stand them all on top of each other in a trench coat and try to sneak them into a movie for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> have them try to buy. Excellent. Have them try to buy beer or something. All <laughs> right, that wraps up my team. I, mean, I got Sunny. Nice little entertainment Lucky. factor there. And chip the wolf right. and snap crack on pop. All That's right. My four. All right. So fourth pick here. I'm actually switching. I'm going to go with Busby, the honey nut Cheerios mascot, the bee. Well, how do you envision him helping you? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Thing. Let me explain this to you. He's about 14 times the size of an average bee. So that makes him about as big as like a, yes, a he's about the same height as singer songwriter usher's face just his face yes oh from okay the so, commercial okay. yes so okay. this is not your average bee this is a giant bee a big ass buzz bee <laughs> and he does have that little the little wand what are those called the, is it is it, a honeycomb it, yeah i was gonna is that not just not a honey stick yeah I'm, I'm not too sure on the the terminology so what you're saying i'm gathering the he has a weapon already. Oh yeah, a honey stick. And I, I think this is this is kind of an underrated pick because he, I mean he can lather that arena floor with honey. Yep. How is anyone getting around? Yep, fourteen well, times the size of an average bee. It's a pretty big do, bee. Did you do the math? I did the research. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's a good pick. I like it. And what does that confirm from just commercials? Yes. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Sammy, you got the final pick of the draft. Who All right. Would you like I'm kind of on the fence here. I got a couple that uh, I, I think I'd be OK with, but I think I am going to go with um, Booberry, the ghost from Booberry Crunch. Oh, that pick stinks, Sammy. Come on. I, I'm a big ghost guy. I think I think without Luigi in that arena, he is going to have a field day. Ah, Booberry, the ghost. What is no, he going to do for that's, you? That's, that's like, the same brand as Frankenberry, right? I, yeah. I believe it is the same company. Yes. And then I think it's Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and Booberry, if I am not mistaken. Okay. So Booberry, he's going to be ghosting around. Yep. Sun just, can't hurt him. Just physical. doing what ghosts do, huh? Yeah. Have you ever seen Paranormal Activity? I have not, no. P- pretty vicious stuff. I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it. What he and here's a here's an kind of my thought process behind the pick as these contestants start to drop and die in the arena. I think you could argue the ghost could then possess those dead bodies and come back to haunt them. Now, so I'm I'm taking advantage off of your picks. So you're thinking you're that, over that the Booberry is going to possess the dead bodies. I, I do believe ghosts have that capability. Yes, I, I can't confirm or deny that. So jury's out. I guess he does have the longevity factor as well. Like, it, last like man sun, standing. Yeah. So what is last it, for a while? So what, Melvin, are you going to say it's this is going to go on for billions of years between the sun and hey and, and the ghost? Yeah, it's going to be Boo. the last two standing. It's going to be Boo. Blueberry versus the sun. 
Booberry is determined he will wait that out as long as it takes. You've consulted him? I will before the fight. Okay. Fair now enough. what happens if he possesses a body and then that body dies? Well, I don't is think that... the go I don't think the unless you have some sort of a priest to perform a, a ritual, I think he can leave that body at, at his disposal. I see no issue with that. So Maybe... you're saying you essentially took every other pick with that pick. No, 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 no. I'm not every other pick, but just the ones that die. I think it could come in 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 handy. Maybe, maybe, maybe Count Chocula has some voodoo magic we're not aware of and knows how to deal with this ghost, but I'm willing to take that gamble. I'll tell you one thing. Count Count Chocula does not have that ability. (laughs) Shut the hell up. He's I don't get your gripe with Count Chocula. I, I I just hate Count Count Chocula. Well, I was you, on, you don't like the cereal? Is I've never the had the cereal. Cereal is very delicious. I will say that. But I, not, the Frankenberry, the Booberry, all yeah. delicious. I will say this, though. Um, at first, I was on board. I mean, Count Chocula was my second pick, and I'm glad Lou took him because, Kelvin, you have put me in a complete 180. I am out on Count Chocula because I, Mr. T's putting him in the walls of Jericho in the first 30 seconds of that fight. Easily, I think any other pick on this list is taking out Count Chocula. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I overlooked his weaknesses. He's old, you know. Was he mm. going to turn into a bat and then what? No. Yeah, he sleeps in a casket. He must have chronic back pain. Yeah, can't be good su- lumbar support in that thing. Mm-hmm. Ch- Chip the wolf. <laughs> you don't think Count Chocula could take Chip the wolf? No, I do oh. not. I don't Jesus think he. Ne- I don't think Christ. he needs to. What is he going to do? Bite him in the neck? Then guess what? Chip That's the Wolf what becomes a vampire. Do. That only boosts yeah, his power. Yeah, best case. Be- uh, best case no, scenario for you. Every other thing becomes a vampire. And, he's and not then, killing anybody. He's just turning them into vampires. Which yeah. would then be on my team. No. No. What for? What? Why? For what reason? Well, would they, they not be on my team? He doesn't get they to control have their own them. Motives. Yeah. They're still alive. They're just vampires. Yeah, but, yeah, part of the vampire cult. That all get killed by the sun. <sighs> Minor details. I mean, have you seen <laughs> Twilight? There's no there's no one one headmaster controlling everyone. I have not seen Twilight either. It's a documentary, factual, about vampires and werewolves. I would I would highly recommend. No free ads. Yeah, aren't you no thinking free. of uh what is it? The Lincoln vampire movie? What, what is that one called? Lincoln. I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, not a clue. Ah, forget about it. The Lincoln vampire movie? Yeah, like the, the movie where Abraham Lincoln's a vampire. Oh, no, he's a vampire slayer in that movie. Oh, is he? He kills oh. vampires, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great oh. movie, by the way. What movie is that? I think it's Abraham Lincoln is a vampire slayer. I think yeah, that's what it's, it's like. Called. It's like Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer. <laughs> now that you say that, that sounds correct. Sounds like an awful movie. I oh, can't. all right. It's Abraham we, Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Okay, that's what it's called. Okay, all right, Lou. D- you made picks last week. You made a lot of them. I did. What was your record last week? Uh, so college, we went four and three, winning week, and NFL get this seven and three, mm. winning Interesting. week. Interesting. Hit a parlay. What does that bring your all-time record to? Uh, we're nine and fourteen on the college season, and we're twelve and eight in uh in the NFL this year. So I guess we're on the right track. 
you know, we had, we had a bumpy start. What did I win one game week one? Yep. Uh, so it was quite ugly. We're scratching and crawling, trying to fight our way out of the hole. So this week I'll start out right away. Uh, Notre Dame money line at Wisconsin under 46 and a half Jack Cohn revenge game. Yep. Uh, you said before, Mel, what is that at soldier field? Yes. Neutral yeah. site. Yeah. Uh, yep. UCLA minus six and a half at Stanford Baylor plus seven and a half at, uh, no, they're at home against Iowa state, Kansas state plus six for his Oklahoma mm. state. Rutgers plus 18 and a half at Michigan, Indiana minus nine at Western Kentucky, Mississippi State plus two and a half for LSU in our respect the troops game of the week. Uh, we're going with Air Force again, minus five and a half. NFL side, as I said, seven and three last week brings us to 12 and eight overall. Lou, how, how are those respect the troops game of the weeks going? Have you uh, been hitting on them? We're, we're one and two so far. Okay. The one win came last week. Uh, thanks to Casey dog. At Air Force, yep. uh, if I had to guess, he gave the pregame speech, being an Air Force alum. The fighting pilots. Yep. The fighting pilots. Yep. Is that their mascot? Yes. Oh, was uh, for the in- intents and purposes of this podcast, it is. Yes. <laughs> their actual one is the Falcons. We confirmed last week. Okay. But we're we're petitioning for it to become the fighting pilots. Mm-hmm. I'd sign that petition. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Falcon. I I get it you know, fastest bird, but you know, they're not, they're not, they're not birds. So they're pilots. Yeah. Fighting. Pilots. Lou, what are your NFL picks this week? Uh, we have saints plus three at Patriots Packers plus three and a half at 49ers Cardinals minus seven at Jags under 52 there uh, under 55 and Seahawks Vikings Seahawks minus two Raiders minus four at home against the dolphins Falcons plus three at giants. And I also like, Falcons to win the game outright on the money line. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Can never expect to have two winning weeks in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll find a way to screw that up somehow. <laughs> now, do you have a lock this week? Well, you know what? I didn't even think of it. No, I don't. No locks. All I mean, I, I I could come up. I'll I'll take Notre Dame money line as my lock. It's yeah. a Jack Cone revenge game. It is the Jack Cone revenge game. I what agree about, with that. What about the NFL? Any more locks? Cardinals minus seven at Jags. I like that. All right, Lou, we'll, we'll keep everybody updated on your picks. But for now, let's move on to our hot corner and chopping block segment. In this segment, we give something that we want to honor in our hot corner, and we give something that is the opposite of that in our chopping block. So this week, let's let's start with the hot corner. Get off to a hot start right away. Sammy, did you bring a hot corner? Yeah, are, we're doing one. Right? Yep. yep. Okay, one. My hot corner this week, I thought of a couple in case in case some of them were taken. My hot corner is Burger King. And let me tell you why. All right, not only did they tear not in tear it down, they sold that old establishment that they originally had in Manitowoc and they built this this new castle. And right. I never went to the old one. I started, I get, I'm like, oh, I'll give Burger King another try. So, and for the last couple months, I have been all in on Burger King over just about every other fast food place when it comes to making the decision. Their new chicken sandwich, the spicy one, mm-hmm. is S tier, and it's not even close. It is like a sriracha, like mayo delicious, still crispy, succulent white meat. 
fantastic. There's I believe some, there's a great name to it, too. I believe it's called the, the Chicken. Chicken. Yes. yes, exactly. One of my favorite parts is going to the drive. I'll take a Chicken. And now let me tell you, I oh, feel, how could you not? I feel like a king ordering it. They have amazing sides. The, the jalapeno cheddar bites, the cheesy tots, their the chicken nuggets are are not bad and they're really cheap. I'm all in on Burger King. So does that concern you that the nuggets are really cheap? Well, no, as, it, as in, it, you don't know exactly if it's actual chickens that that you always not, see those and you have to consider that like yeah what is it dollar 49 for 12 or something yeah it's like it's like a buck for like 10 or 12 yeah but i will say this is you look at mcdonald's and their chicken their chicken nuggets look good but i mean let's be real it's mcdonald's we don't know what's in there and if i'm feeling chicken nuggets and you know i'll i'll subsidize the 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 quality of the nugget for a price that that's that's a gamble i'll take I, I could actually agree with that. Now, why were you essentially boycotting the last location? Well, I mean, have you been there? I've, yeah, I, I've, can conf- I can confirm that. The last location I, I went to once. Yep. And while I was there, there was a leak coming from the ceiling onto my table. Yep. Like water was dripping onto my table mm-hmm. while I'm eating. And, and That's not the only, only experience I've ever had. It is, it is a grungy, gross the the workers looked like zombies they didn't look at all professional and i probably what do went, they look like they all oh, they <laughs> are ready to go they're they're you could argue blue collar they are ready to work <laughs> and they they don't mess up they're they're tip top shape and that old place i mean if you've been through the drive through you got to like squeeze through like a 5 foot gap and there's this all these dungy trees dropping sap and, and, and leaves on your car. And it, it's gross. I hated it. And I, I went there like twice and, and I boycotted it. And then they bought the new place. I'm all in. The King needed a new castle. Exactly. Yep. You never yes. felt that left that last place feeling like a King. So yeah, no, I felt like a, a peasant picking up my slop from the trough. I no, not, not a fan. So uh, we'll I'll have to check out the new place. But Lou, what what is your hot corner this week? So my hot corner is Lent. Lent. Is it is it that time of the year for Lent? Or is that, isn't that like Easter? I have no idea. Is it? I want to say it's like the couple. It's like a month before Easter is like considered Lent. Well, my hot corner nonetheless is Lent. I give up the same thing for Lent every single year. What is every that? Every single year for Lent, I give up going to church. And me being uh, the model Christian that I am, I follow it year round. That's good. I agree. <laughs> I've done that for 22 years now. Question. So, oh, go first, Mel. Go, go, go first. Mine's just a little. So you, you've continued Lent like continuously throughout every year. I've, I practice Lent. I'm such a model Christian that I practice it year round. But that's the only thing you practice. Correct. I'm okay with that. So my question is Lent like that time like people like, oh, you can't eat meat on that like Friday or that weekend that week or whatever. Right. Yep. I well, yeah, it's like the you give something up or sacrifice something. Yeah, I'm I'm all, all in. Details. I'm all in on Lent. That's just another excuse to go get a Friday fish fry. I'm in. I like that. I do like Friday fish fries. Well, I give up what I love and I do it year round. Sucks. Can't go to church. All right, my hot corner this week, 
there's been like recent stories uh, i'm sure you've heard of like the uh what is it spacex elon musk's tesla yep. sending guests to the moon or not to the moon but into space so my hot corner this week is neil armstrong and neil i'm sure you're all familiar is the man that was like the first man to step on the moon and oh, I, I was watching a like news article or something about these four civilians that came back down to earth and after taking their first trip to space they're like oh look at these brave souls and it's like what when, when was the moon landing like 1969 that was yeah it was like the 70s 40 plus years ago 50 plus years ago and neil armstrong with like the very limited technology they had went up and landed on the moon and like we haven't done that in forever i oh, think man. it and i agree with the with the Neil Armstrong pick, because as far as he was concerned, that was a one-way trip. Right. Uh, There's no I'm, true confirmation he's coming back. No, I'm actually out on Neil Armstrong. You know, I'm actually switching my hot corner. Okay. I'm I'm switching it to the person, not Buzz Aldrin, but the like the third guy that nobody knows his name. And nobody knows. Never gets any whatever credit. his name is. So much respect for him because Neil Armstrong came back and he was like the guy. Yeah, he just took all the credit. Yeah, and then Buzz Aldrin, at least people know yeah. his name. But yeah, this yeah other he guy. has his own cult, his own following. And yeah. the, the third guy, no one no one knows. I was I gonna say, he, didn't, he didn't go on the moon. He stayed in the spaceship, but Neil, I mean, it doesn't make the trip any less dangerous. Neil Armstrong isn't even my number one Armstrong. I'd have to give that to one testicle lance. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean, who accomplished more on Earth? That, I mean, that's where the exactly. argument, I, I think that's where the argument goes. And the third guy, his name was Michael Collins, by the way, for any any of the listeners interested. Michael Collins. Yep. Well, that's a pretty boring name, so I can see why people don't. Yeah, not one you can recognize remember. him. Well, Neil Armstrong. But yeah, that's my that's at my actual exciting. hot corner, Michael Collins, this week. All right. Shout, shout out Michael Collins. We'd love to bring you on the pod. We would if you're still kicking. Yep. Can All I right. uh, can can I give uh, two quick honorable mentions for my hot corner? Please. Yes, please. So my my the other ones that I that I had was um ketchup on steak. And I know there's a lot of ketchup people, on steak. There's a lot of people out there that aren't going to agree with me, but I had to for good reason, I would say I, I had to come on here and defend myself. Now, do I take my steak and lather it in ketchup? No, but when I'm eating a steak, I take a nice little bowl of ketchup and I'll dunk a few of those pieces in the ketchup and just add an extra flavor. I don't eat the whole steak with ketchup don't put a lot on there but i feel it's pretty reasonable to put just a little bit of ketchup because i mean what am i gonna eat a one sauce that stuff is garbage it's like it's like old car oil i'm good ketchup's got nice flavors that go well with meat i'm all in on 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 ketchup on steak do you cut the crust off your sandwiches too still no unless it's like whole grain kind of crap you know what do you have against whole grain (laughs) it's not white let me tell you. So now you're going to make it a race issue. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what I was. And then my other audible mention was it, I have my list right here. All caps is big dog radio. I'm all in on big dog. Thank radio. you. We I, appreciate that. Is, we appreciate this, the support. This is an excellent uh, thing you guys are doing. I love it. It's hilarious. I've talked literally before you guys even said anything to me about coming on here. I had a, a multitude of people say like, I was like, hey, did you listen to it? And everyone gave amazing reviews. I mean, there wasn't a single person that had a bad thing to say about it. So just a, just a little memento to you guys. Well, I appreciate it. 
Follow us on we Twitter at Big Dog Radio underscore. Like, subscribe, download. Yep. Share with a friend. Mel. All right. Or I guess yeah, back like, to back to Sammy. Do you have a chopping block? Yes. My uh, my chopping block. Snapchat stories. All right, and let me let me get into this because this is a gripe I've had for at least a decade. I don't believe Snapchat's been around that long. I I used to love Snapchat stories. You know, like if you're staying in on a night, like a Friday or Saturday night, you just peruse the stories. See, oh, this person's doing this with. So now all you ever see are people posting three minute videos at a concert. You can't hear the music. You can't see anything. It's just people yelling. And then it's either that or someone sending a video of their dashboard and their deck playing a song in the car with the window open. And it's like, I don't want to listen to the music you're listening to. I want to listen to the music I'm listening to. Right. You know, the worst for a radio station, you know, the worst part about that too, is when you go to click through it, you're clicking like 60 times and you're like, Jesus Christ, how long is this damn story? And, right, and, and it's just sitting there. It, ooh, it, uh, uh, it, yep. uh, uh, yeah, exactly. It, mm-hmm. it, I think I think everyone can agree outside of the people that post those that they suck and they need to stop. So is this more of a gripe with like the people that post them rather than Snapchat no, stories? No, I also think and I, I've said this a couple of times. I think as a whole, Snapchat stories have just become so just suckish. They suck. I used to get a a big shot of dopamine every time I'd go on Snapchat, and see something funny, see this and this and this. And now it is all just muck. And I don't even look at them anymore. They suck. And every once in a while I'll go, oh, maybe I'll give them a chance. And I'll scroll. No, they are bad. Snapchat stories are out. So do you feel the same way with like Instagram stories or even the the failed fleets attempt don't, that Twitter? Don't to do. even get me started on Instagram has to be hands down my least favorite app of any of any app ever made. I hate Instagram. It sucks. I never go on it. I'll never look at anyone's Instagram stories, more or less what they post. Twitter is just superior in every way. And it's not. I, even, agree, I agree with that. Instagram sucks. I'm out on Instagram. Out on Snapchat stories, they all suck. You know, the thing I like about Twitter is that every time I log in and I, like, start scrolling through my feed, I feel like I'm about to go to war in some way or form. Yes, exactly. You never know what you're going to find or what you're going to get into once you start scrolling on Twitter. It is uh, a rabbit hole. It's the Wild West. Yes. And it's like, I, I, I remember hearing this saying or seeing it somewhere. Instagram is where people go to show people what they want to look like. Twitter is where people go to tell people what they actually think. Correct. And I don't think anyone can disagree with that. I hate Instagram. It sucks. All right. So it sounds like your your uh, chopping block is multifaceted this week. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Instagram. I- and Snapchat stories. Snapchat yeah. stories. And one of one of my hot corners was actually Twitter. And I was gonna use that to bash Instagram, basically. So I guess my chopping block could have been Instagram, but I mean Snapchat stories can't go unpunished either. So all right. So Snapchat stories it is. And before we get too far off topic, Lou, <laughs> what is your chopping block this week? 
my chopping block this week is Starbucks. And it's for an experience I had there a couple of years ago. Please tell. If you'd let me explain. So I at uh, at school here in one of our campus buildings, we have a Starbucks in the basement. So I go down, I order, they ask for my name, I give it to them. All's fine. You get to the point where you're waiting in line to receive uh, your drink and they start shouting out names. Oh, Sarah. Sarah walks up, gets her drink, moves on. Oh, uh, Carmen. Carmen gets her drink, goes up, moves on. Next name, Hulk. Everyone's looking around. Where's Hulk? Uh, So a, a good minute goes by. The worker looks up at the cup again. Makes a weird face, goes, uh, Hulk. Once again, everyone's looking around. There's no Hulk to be found. So then another minute goes by. They go, Hulk, Hulk, your order's ready. I quickly realize that I am Hulk. And I have to walk up there and accept this drink as my name being Hulk. (laughs) You talk about, (laughs) you talk about a demoralizing experience. These you almost got to paint yourself green first. These people, yes. These people thought I was just batshit crazy and named Hulk. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? Hulk? Now, how did you handle this? Did you feed into it or did you just well, well what do you what did you want me to do? Walk up, grab the drink, and go like just chuck ah! it. <laughs> just start screaming, jump up on the counter. Just smash like, it. Yeah. A little Hulk smash. It. Because I, I said my actual name. I don't know how you derive Hulk from that. But when she yelled Hulk a third time, my heart sank into my chest. And I knew that I was going to have to go accept this drink as Hulk. I would have just taken the loss, probably. Yeah, just, just leave your money behind and continue yeah, just on walked with walked away. No, I just went up. I accepted it. You know, kind of give a tip of the cup to everyone. And yep, I'm Hulk. Yeah, now, did, did they write that name on the cup too? Yes. The letters so H U L K were on the cup. I'm actually in tears right now. Oh my God. Some of these stories, thought... I don't even know if they're real or not. Yeah. They, oh, are we back at the is... fake news segment? Like, <laughs> what is going By any chance, were you wearing a green shirt? Anything green? No chance at all. So, so you're asking if this lady was trying to bully me? Maybe, maybe, but, maybe Starbucks needs to renew its uh, employee treatment. Yeah. So, I mean, like you say your name, and you hear Hulk. Would you not ask to confirm that, like this guy's name is Hulk, rather than writing that on the cup and making an ass out of him? Right. Because if if somebody's names or nobody's name's actually Hulk, but if somebody chooses to have their name be Hulk at Starbucks, they're not just going to be like, yeah, I'm Hulk. I'm Hulk. They're going to shout it or something. Yeah. What do you mean shout it? Let's just be like, Hulk. Hulk. I am Hulk. (laughs) What's your name? Hulk. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not what I did. Mel. All right. Well, I'm I'm doing my chopping block this week and my chopping block. There's a specific part of this chopping block that I have a real anger with but my overall chopping block is formal attire and the main part of it is the necktie please explain do you like have you worn like a a necktie at all recently yes i have i do you ever 
I just wear the just clip-ons. feel ridiculous putting this over your neck. Oh yeah. Well, well, Sammy, you said you wear the clip-on ties. Yeah, I, I mean, I did the, I did the regular tie a couple times, you know, and I'm like, why would anyone ever do this when you can just get a clip-on? It's just when you, when I'm trying to put a tie on, I'm ma- making a fool of myself. I feel like I'm a, a baton dancer. I have no idea what's going on. Well, even I at am- that. A tie is essentially a piece of fabric that runs from your neck to your waist. Mm-hmm. It's not like helping you in any way. No, I'm. I don't. Tie, I don't think it together, makes you it look that good. Ties together the outfit. No pun intended. <laughs> but I, I agree with the formal attire. I mean, if 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 I had my way, every wedding would be athletic shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, this, this whole should be. you people are what's wrong with this planet. The degradation of society. <laughs> everyone used to walk out onto the streets and everyone was in a suit and tie. And now you think that's how it should be. Now people want to wear athletic shorts to weddings. I just think we've evolved as a species, you know? So you don't think that we have the need to dress up at all? Right. I, I think ties, ties used to be necessary because, I don't know, maybe they had a Audi belly button that we don't have anymore that was exposed if the tie well, people weren't just wearing ties while being shirtless <laughs> to hide their belly button. Well, I mean, like they probably had some big lump or something they had to cover. What, what other use of a tie is there? Yeah, I mean, uh, aside from choking yourself the entire night, I'm sure that, you know, I, I don't know. Like, let me ask this, right? Have you ever gone to like a wedding or a banquet or anything where you have to wear like a suit and a tie and stuff. And Ben, yeah, this is comfortable. I enjoy wearing this. No, you go to these events. Everyone's poofed up like show dogs. Everyone's uncomfortable. Anyone is thinking I cannot wait to go home and take this off. That is the best part about dressing up is taking it off at the end of the event. And I think we can all agree on that. Well, you know, but, if you don't dress up, then you lose out on that part, which is perhaps the best part of the night. I mean, I mean, that argument is sound, but I mean, I, I am all like, I went to a wedding recently. I wore khaki shorts and a polo or like a, like a dress shirt as you should be able to, as a guest. And it was, it wasn't, it was an outdoor wedding to be fair. Uh But I mean, I was like, no shot. I'm wearing pants because pants are out. I'm out. Unless it's like, Pajama pants or sweatpants, I'm out. Jeans, I hate jeans. They might as well have been my chopping block. I agree with the jean part. You know, I just looked up what what is the use of a tie, and it says, oh, it just gave me the definition. It says a, a tie is a piece of string, ribbon, or cord, etc., that is used for fastening, joining, or closing something. Oh, that's like they're saying like tie and knot, maybe. Uh, it, say, what are you talking shows, about? Yeah, like you tie something together, not the actual clothing. <laughs> I think you might be right, Sammy. Yeah, you think? <laughs> oh, let's see if they have other other definitions of tie. Yeah, it's essentially oh, this one to form a knot or bow. No, that's the same thing. All right, there's no yeah, definition okay. of tie. All right, let's move on. We now have our final segment, and every week the big dog brings in his final thoughts, 
and he has some final thoughts this week for us as he always does but what i what i wanted to mention is that the other day i saw a guy on campus and he was trying to denounce college education or paying for education so he was trying to denounce college education or paying for education and his point was that paying for education is like paying for water. And I I didn't get to listen to him a lot as I was walking, but I heard that in passing. And my immediate reaction is that you literally do have to pay for water. You literally have to pay for water. (laughs) So was this guy's point like that education like is a a necessity in life? Yeah, he, he was arguing that I think what I got from him is that he was saying we were idiots because we were paying for education when it should be free, but like he was, water. He, but he did that by comparing it to water, which you literally have to pay for. Did this guy in himself, do you know if he attended the school or is he just some no. egg that shows up on he, campus? Yeah, he was, he was on the sidewalk somewhere just uh, shouting to the crowd. I mean, this guy, this guy had to be a lefty uh, grow up and, and get a job. What yep. are you doing? I can't stand those type of people. Yeah, he reeked of peanut allergy. <laughs> you got nothing better to do than to go to a college campus and, and yell at people for paying for an education. Yeah. That's just and I bet he, he was the notorious gravedigger as well. Yeah. Yep. Begging for attention. You know, and anyways, like K through 12 public education, you indirectly pay for through like property taxes. Right. So like it's it's not just free you know yeah so i mean that 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 was my first thought you do have to pay for water not free mm-hmm. my second thought here celebrating no hitters and i had this thought as the brewers had a combined no hitter a couple weeks ago so they get the no hitter and everyone starts celebrating the pitcher that guy is just doing his job he gets paid to pitch the ball and get outs. What did he do in that performance? He pitched the ball and got outs. What are we so happy about? So let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on celebrating home runs? Oh, this just threw a wrench in his whole work. <laughs> I mean, it's every single person's job to do the best they can. I think, I think the point he's making is they're going above and beyond what is expected of them. Well, I, well, I think as a pitcher, what is expected is you get the guy out. Yeah, and if you do your job properly, you should pitch a no hitter every time out. As a well, hitter, it's a batter's job. As a hitter, what what is if you're really good, your success rate is what three out of ten. You're not necessarily expected to get a hit every time you go up to bat. As a pitcher, I think you should be expected to get everyone you face out. Well, you can't use a statistical argument because oh. pitchers, you a very good pitcher has a. 1.5 ERA. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not too familiar. I'm not a big, like, I like baseball. Not a big, like, MLB guy. Not too familiar with, like, all the stats. But there has to be, like, a league average for, like, getting players out. So, like, my like Mel was saying, using the statistics for the batters is only fair if you're going to also use the average statistics for pitchers. Right, but I, I guess to lose point, if you're going against like very good batters that are batting 300, seven out of 10 times you should get the guy out. So like 
what is that? Seventy percent chance each time. I think those are good numbers. Yeah. So like, why can't you just hit that seventy percent every time rather than the the base hit or walk or whatever? All right. Well, the point I was trying to make before I was rudely interrupted was that my prediction is that one of these years in the MLB, we will have one of two things happen. Either one, there are going to be no hits at all. All right, not no no home runs. Or we'll reach a point where there is going to be no outs in any game. Wait. I have... Say that again. Say that again. I'm I not right. following. So my prediction is that one year in the MLB, there will either be no hits or there will be no outs. Like no hits for like any player on any team in any game. The entire season. So just nothing well, can, but no hitters? Yes. I can tell you one is like but possible, like, but one, the other one is not possible at all. I don't think either of them are possible at well, all. Right, but like one, That's one the there's thing. like an opportunity for it to happen in a game. In a game, yeah. I think he's saying the entire year. The entire season. How many games do they play? Well, they'd only be able to play, like, at what point do you call the game? Right. That's what I'm saying is, like, if if there's no outs in a season, then nobody would ever get past the first inning of any game. Yeah, I'm not But if there's no hits, then, like, you can still proceed through games. They would just be even more boring than baseball already is. So so this is my – this is – if you guys would allow me to talk, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at after all of this, if you follow me from beginning to end, is that the sport of baseball will cease to exist. Okay. I was going to say, I think I thought he was predicting the doom of baseball and I am all yes. in on that. Baseball sucks. I hate watching <laughs> it. I hope that happens. So it, it is an awful sport to watch. So from, yes. from where I started to where we ended, there is a bit clunky. But ultimately, so take us through the three step progression you had through your mind. I think I'm scared to. Yeah, that was Why? a rocky. That was a rocky road as is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just leave it at. Let's leave it at that. That uh, baseball, I predict, will cease to exist one way or another. Actually, based I, on I the premise, I want to tie myself to that. When when do you see this happening? Is this like a Dwight Troop like bunker thing? Like ten thousand years. No, I, I think within the next century. Oh, okay. I'm all in. I on think that. people are just going to lose interest. A lot of people have. It definitely has to evolve a little bit if it wants to continue. I'll tell you how they can save baseball. Bring back steroids. I agree. Bring in back. Fact, in fact, steroids should be mandatory. Yes, I agree. I agree with that 1000%. It is not a contact sport. Nope. In so fact, like, metal bats. Why do we stop at steroids? Uh, metal bats, steroids, put the mound Big, back like three feet. Bigger field. Yeah, that, I'd watch no, that. Yeah. smaller field. <laughs> so it's just home runs every time. I think like you got to put the fence back maybe 40, 50 feet. Let people take steroids. Give them metal oh, bats. Well, yeah, if that's the case, sure. Well, I think if we're being honest here, if, we, if we're giving them metal bats and steroids, you're probably going to have to move that fence like a good – 200 meters because those balls are leaving the block. I think that adds to the, the joy of it. Just watching these balls get wrecked. So, so what do we do in this situation? Let's say this utopia where all of these things come to fruition and 
what do we do to protect the players? Do we maybe have everyone wear catcher's gear every position? I, I think it would be interesting to put everyone in football uniforms. I'd be in on that. Just on the baseball field, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. And then make it a contact sport where you can, like, tackle the base runners. Yep. In some way, shape, or form. Or maybe. Now, you see, they've taken steps in the opposite direction. Within the past 20 years, they outlawed steroids, or they really cracked down on it. They eliminated the collision at home plate with the runner and catcher. They're doing everything wrong. They, I think, maybe take a a, a note out of Wiffle Ball's book, and you can throw the ball at the runner, and if it hits them, they're out. I would. That's be a good call. That. What I'd are your thoughts on, on like the pitching loot? Do you, Do you think they should like be forced to throw strikes then, like just let the batters hit, or? Is there still an aspect of pitching that you want to keep in the game? I don't really care. No, just make I every think, game a home run derby. I think we give the pitchers like uh, animatronic arms, right? That way they're throwing like 150. Or, you know, with, with the onset of AI, you could uh, engineer the pitchers. Get rid of the pitchers completely. Game. Yeah. Get some robot in there. That's going to throw 150 miles of, miles per hour of gas well then nobody's gonna hit the ball pitch. though well isn't that the whole point of it well they got steroids and metal yeah, they, bats they got steroids and metal bats what more do you want i don't think that helps them with the reaction time and you move the yeah. mound back yeah move that's, the that's mound a back. fair okay. medium yeah move it back because so my point when my point when i was gonna be asking about pitching was like essentially i think we were just developing beer league softball i'm all in mlb converts to beer league softball i am all in on that Right, because we're giving massive men metal bats to just hit home runs. Let them drink during the games. Yeah, you got a and big, you got a big sloppy drunk Mike Trout running down first base. <laughs> I'd pay to watch that. Let uh, the kids play. Yeah, let, <laughs> yes. Let the kids play. <laughs> oh God! All right, so awesome. I think, well, I Sammy, think we just, I think we just fixed baseball. Yeah, I mean, I we, we did. did. I think we did. Well, Sammy, thanks for joining us. Uh, that just about wraps up our episode here, and it's it's been a pleasure being with both you today and talking through some serious problems. Likewise, I was I was very excited, and let me tell you, I had certain expectations coming in. You guys exceeded all of them tremendously. I I have been blown away. This was a ton of fun. I'm sure the listeners will will love it as well. It was amazing. Thank you very much for the opportunity. You guys do a great job, as I hinted at before. But, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Big Dog Radio. Definitely. Well, thanks for awesome. the kind words. Follow us on Twitter. Download the Spotify and Apple Music episodes. Or I guess, what is it, Apple Podcast? Yep. Um, thanks for coming. <laughs> we'll see you next time.